1: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at Current.Tech.
2: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get
3: in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. Discover the best practices for tracking and targeting mobile marketing. Our hosts will help you make the most out of the mobile web. Learn the latest in the world of mobile web development search email marketing text message marketing and more. Leverage your mobile presence today. Now, now, prepare prepare to get mobilized.
1: Hey, welcome to Mobile Presence on Webmaster Radio.fm. This is Kim Dushinsky with Mobile Marketing Profits and my co-host Cindy Zibia. from Rank Mobile. Great. And uh, today we're talking with Andy Listigman. Um, an attorney about mobile marketing law, and uh, we talked with you last week, and I was just fascinated with, with a lot of the great uh, you know tips and information you were sharing. So thank you again for being back with us again. Oh, my pleasure. So um, I think one of the things that we wanted to really talk to you about was – if you could give a lay of the land around how does a company, you know, sort of get a mobile marketing campaign going, maybe specifically a text messaging campaign, um, you know, up and running in, a, in the, you know, obviously this is not, you know, specific legal advice, but some good general guidelines to follow in terms of opt-in and, and that sort of thing.
2: Sure, sure. So, so we're talking about in the context then of, of an SMS message. Uh, you, you're going to need to get the express consent for for an SMS message. Now, the sender that is going to be bearing the burden of proof that the consent was authorized. So mm-hmm. you've, you're going to need to be, be able to show that, that you've gotten it. Now, in order to have a sort of a one-time, if you're going to have a one-time type mailing, then... Uh, or there's not going to be a charge for it, then then you only need one type of opt in But if you're going to have a premium type message or a continuing message, then you need to get a double opt in and that is mm-hmm. a message from the consumer that they've gi- that they've given the consent, and then again a response and you need to indicate to the consumer uh, that they can stop sending it by also a ver- by a, 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 a toll- free way of, of doing it. Uh, typically it's, it's sending the word stop. Uh, you need some type of uh, message, way to message it uh, so that consumers no longer receive it.
0: So mm-hmm. now I have a question because we have some some people who are pretty new to mobile marketing. So can you explain the difference between a, a premium type of situation where you need a double opt-in and then just a regular one where you need a single opt-in? Sure.
2: The, the premium is where you have a, a charge associated with it. So, so if you're going to have, uh, let's say it's it's 99 cents to receive a message, or or nine dollars to receive a variety of content, then you're going to need to uh, uh, get the, get the double opt-in, and then and then you're going to need, and that's so that's premium. Premium is when you have a charge beyond the standard messaging service charges.
0: Voting on American Idol that would be a premium.
2: Yes, and that's uh, that's typically it depends how it, how it's set up, but but typically, uh, I don't recall off the top of my head if, if American Idol voting had a ninety nine cent charge, but a number of games and contests did have uh, a charge associated with it. So that uh, uh, if it was in, if it was a receipt of a message that was going to cost you uh, money to get it, then you're going to need to get the uh, the opt in.
0: In that situation, I'm I'm kind of initiating the contact. They're saying on TV, text this to that, to vote. And so where does the opt-in come in there? I, I don't that's, that's how, I've opted option, in, right? or I've done the first opt-in just by sending, by initiating the communication, right?
2: Right, but if you're going to be subscribing to something, okay? okay if you're going to be subscribing, so that is sending, uh, getting, you, you should be sending basically a... Uh, a a response that indicates if you're going to have a premium, let's say if you're going to have a premium program, right? So you would send the initial SMS. What a marketer should do is send a responding or confirming SMS if you will, saying here's our price and terms. And then in order to get the whatever the delivery is going to be you have to get a confirming SMS from the the recipient. So Cindy... Let's say you wanted to, to send me a message that you were going to get charged for. You would send me the initial SMS. My responsibility would be to send you back an SMS message that says, this is going to cost you 99 cents. Please hit, please enter certain code to, to do it. And then you would send that back to me. That's a double opt-in. Now mm-hmm. You only need that when you have a premium rate program or when you have a, a subscription service. Uh, you, need, you need to get basically the double opt-in, including the identification of the service. Where you have a premium service being a subscription service, the, the double opt-in should also include the identification of what the service is going to be and the billing interval.
1: Is the double opt-in required for continuing messages even if the messages are free? So if you're going to send a message every week, you should also have people agree to that, that they're going to get that message every week, even if it's not a premium.
2: I think it's a good, certainly pra- a good practice. It, con- it confirms what's, what's being out there. If you're going to have uh, standard rate, the obligation is, is just for single opt-in. But if you're going to have, uh, it's certainly it's a, a better practice. So you don't have issues uh, potentially like you had in some of these class actions. But you've got people mm-hmm. who are confirming it. And you've got because remember the burden of proof is going to be on the sender. And so the more steps you have in place to confirm it, the better off. Uh, you are going to be in terms of proving it.
0: Now, what if if we have something going on like in the subway system and it says, uh, text this to that to get a ringtone? That's not necessarily a a subscription if the marketer doesn't want to keep sending them ringtones. It's just a one download ringtone. Does that count as a one-time subscription or is that just a one-time thing and you only need the single opt-in?
2: But typically, the reason why the marketer is going to give you the ringtone is because they they're they're looking to have established relationship with the business right. person. <laughs> and, they're, and they're looking to monetize they're looking to monetize that relationship down the road uh, and so I think the situation would would naturally involve something that you're going to want to have a continuing relationship and and frankly if you, it's going to be. It's difficult for me to, to envision how you're going to have something that you signed up for to be able to prove express consent without getting essentially the confirming the confirming SMS in response. Okay, good
0: point. Okay, so so let's talk a bit more about contests, sure. um, because that's huge uh, in mobile marketing—is contests and voting and um, things like that. Are there, there are a lot more laws surrounding that kind of thing? Is that right? Because you have to deal with regular yeah, contest laws. You've a number, a, number,
2: a number of laws out, out there that, that all really predate this channel by many, many years. And you've got a situation where you're trying to sometimes put a, a square peg into a round hole to figure out what's 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 out there. And let, let's talk about what was one of the more popular uh, type games that were out there and, and how businesses and, and consumers were looking to, to get involved with it. The, uh, the reality-type game shows or the, the, the re, reinvent, reincarnation, if you will, of, of game shows on primetime led to a number of contests that involved viewer participation. And One of them that was very popular was one relating to Deal or No Deal. And that's the, the show with Howie Mandel with the with the Lucky Case, and the they had they had a situation in which you could play basically the Lucky Case game at home, and you would text to a certain number uh, which case you thought it was going to be, and there were two ways to enter. You could either enter by texting, in which you would get charged ninety nine cents, or you could go online and enter for free, and. The, they, they ran this. They were wildly popular. The majority of people used the free online method of entry. But yet there was a number of lawsuits that were filed alleging that there was gambling being promoted here, that this was fostering gambling and therefore the conduct was illegal. And again, this was brought by uh, plaintiff's attorneys, a series of cases brought in California and the and case brought in Georgia. And, and, and to, the premise
0: there is they're paying to play. When they pay, pay the 99, do, 99 cents, then they've, it's, it's like putting money down on a poker table.
2: That's, that's, that's right. And, and in order to, 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 to analyze it and what we try to do in analyzing whether a sweepstakes, let's take a sweepstakes, for example, uh, is, is, is lawful, you have to do what's known as or under, go through what's known as the lottery law analysis. And and take a, a standard lottery. You go to lottery has three components: prize, chance, and consideration. Prize being the what you're what you're going to win. If it chance being randomness, and consideration, which is a fancy legal term, really for it's usually the payment of money or some type of undue influence, or undue exertion of energy, uh, or time. And if you think about it, when you go to the corner, uh, you buy a, a lottery ticket, you give the, uh, the clerk a dollar that's your consideration, you get numbers that are randomly drawn through balls, and you have a chance of winning a prize. Now, a lottery is legal for a state to run, for a government to run, but it's illegal for an individual to run for, for a variety of reasons. And then you also have uh, various laws that prohibit gambling. What you try to do in setting up a sweepstakes, is you eliminate one of those three elements. So most sweepstakes you've seen would say I'm sure you've all seen this, it says no purchase necessary to enter or win. And the reason why it says that and the reason why there is a, a free method of entry that has the same chances of winning is because they're trying to to eliminate the consideration element. So you can uh you buy a, a soda and it has a, a game game piece under the lid or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh Various various ways to so you can uh, you buy a a soda and it has a a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, Various various ways to so you can uh, you buy a a soda and it has a a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, Various various ways to so you can. Uh, you buy a, a soda, and it has a, a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, various various ways to, so you can uh, you buy a, a soda, and it has a, a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, various various ways to, so you can uh, you buy a, a soda. And it has a, a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, various various ways to so you can uh, you buy a, a soda and it has a, a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, various various ways to so you can uh, you buy a, a soda and it has a, a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, various, various ways to, in which you would eliminate chance. In other words, it would be based purely on skill. So, and, and you'd have objective criteria on how skill is going to be determined. Or, theoretically, you could have a, a prize that's non-monetary but the equivalent of uh, a leaderboard, sort of winning a fantasy, uh, your name being on TV or the name being in the newspaper that you got it right. That, that, that also might avoid having the lottery law type provision. What happened okay. in, the, in the case, and we'll talk about the California case that's going on, is you have a situation where you had people who could enter for free, right? You could go online and enter for free, or you could go online, you could go through your SMS and pay a dollar and get entered through your phone and get some type of content back. Now, the court, uh, plaintiffs, plaintiffs sued on that, saying that essentially they're promoting gambling, um, and the court the, the trial court said, well there's an issue here because you have some people who are paying to play and and, and we, we question whether or not that is going to be sufficient in other words, the, the fact that you have an alternative method of entry that you could uh, play for free, whether or not that's sufficient to defeat it. Now interestingly, uh, in the nine hundred number context, remember nine hundred numbers. Mm-hmm. In the nine hundred number context, there was a case that was brought in New York against MTV. This was back in the days, a long time ago, in the '90s when MTV played actually played videos, and uh, mm-hmm. the uh, they had a promotion, a nine hundred number promotion, and they also had a way you could enter it for free. And a very similar lawsuit was brought against MTV. And the court there found that, well, because certain people could, because people could play and win for free, this wasn't a situation where you have a lottery. Now that being said, that was in New York and looking at New Jersey law. Uh, in California, uh, there's a real question whether or not a promotion in which you have a prize which is distributed by chance and you have two methods of entry—either you could play for free or you could pay to play. Whether or not that's a lottery under California law, and uh, they've asked the question to be, this is in the federal context, but they've asked the, that that question be answered by the California state court, and uh, it's to be determined whether or not they will answer it and what what their answer will be. Now, I will say this: that there was a similar case brought against. Uh, the, the the same type of games, and I believe it was a deal or no deal, in Georgia. And in Georgia, it was brought in federal court, and the case, the question, sort of the same type of question we just asked, was, was certified to the Georgia Supreme Court, and the Georgia Supreme Court said for purposes of the law that's done to enforce this type of provision, that the game would not violate what's known as the uh, the the, uh, the key tam act it does not violate the law in which f- funds had to be hanging in the balance because you already expended the money so the, unfortunately for the for the defendants that case is really limited for to Georgia law it's, it was really a question of what does Georgia law mean on it whereas the question in the California context is, it, is it a different law in that it's looking at the lottery context uh, but I think has tremendous implications for uh, for marketers in this area. And you have this was not the only it wasn't just brought against deal or no deal it was brought against American Idol a show called One Versus 100 Hell's Kitchen The Apprentice they've sued the carriers they sued the production companies they sued everybody and it's had a chilling effect on what I think was a very exciting way to watch the, the shows um, in which people were very clearly given the opportunity to enter for free uh, by, and de- demonstrated by the fact that the majority of people, the large majority of people, entered for free. So it right. should be determined, but it's really had a very significant chilling effect on game promotions, on mobile game promotions.
0: Okay. So, Andy, I think we're going to take it to commercial really quick, um, and then we'll be back and we'll, uh, we'll finish up talking about this because it's really interesting talking about um, games and, and mobile marketing and how we can uh, keep our campaigns legal and not get into trouble. So uh, we'll be right back after this short commercial break. You're listening to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm.
3: Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. the elite publishers xy7 elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements think you've got what it takes to be elite go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000 702-216-4000 review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours. Article distribution at its easiest. One form, one click, thousands of results. Get your free account today at articlesender.com. That's article sende dot LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. PPC Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts.
1: Welcome back. This is uh, webmasterradio.fm. You're listening to Mobile Presence. And uh, we're talking with Andy Lissigman about uh, mobile marketing law. So you were just saying that pretty much uh, all these game shows got themselves in pretty hot water. And um, and uh, we were going to talk about making sure how we don't do that ourselves.
2: Right. And I think, I think there's really two, two lessons right now uh, or, or two, two things that you can, can look at doing in terms of, of, of operating a game, or maybe there's really three things. One, you need to look at, is this the type of promotion that could be done as a lawful skill contest? And what, what I mean by that is, when we were doing the lottery law analysis, uh, most states, not all, but most states allow you to have a game in which true skill judged by objective criteria and and not having an element of chance determines whether or not you win so if you're if you if you if you need if you're the marketer or your client insists on having a premium type message campaign one that you're there has a paid element then you need to look at is this something that we can do in a in a skill contest type type format and also mm-hmm. recognizing that we can't do it in every state and we really need to eliminate all chance the second area that you could Potentially do, and this is one that Deal or No Deal has picked up on, is to eliminate prize. And he said, "You'd say, who on earth would enter a contest that you don't win anything?" Now, there are different ways to, to judge winning, and the way the current game is, or at least the, the, the most recent game that was on on Deal or No Deal, had there was you could be, basically pay to play a game called Beat the Banker, and you're gonna for your SMS game you get you your SMS excuse me, for your premium SMS message you would get a a game of value having the same the same value of your message. And if you won the contest if you won the contest, you wouldn't win any money. You wouldn't win a t shirt but you would get your name on a leaderboard on television. And that may have mm merit for some people it, it's, it, it may be limited to the television type world but maybe not. People like to see their names out there uh, and uh, associated with some type of skill. So creativity is very important in terms of trying to, to come up with a, a, a method that, that allows for it. And the, and the third is really uh, to, to see if there's a way that you can run a standard a standard messaging campaign contest. Where you're not having a premium component uh,
3: mm.
2: that is, that for some reason somehow is going to work from your marketing, maybe it's brand awareness that you're trying to generate. Uh, but but in the context of where you just have standard messaging rates, those cases have there has not been cases brought against marketers who are running games where there's just standard messaging rates applying. I would still in that area have an online a free online method of entry, but uh, they have not generated uh, scrutiny at this point.
1: Mm. But I think the bottom line here is, if you're going to do any sort of a contest or a sweepstakes or anything like that, you really should get uh, legal advice. There's just so much
0: at stake here. Is it, is well, and it seems like there aren't a lot of lawyers out there that are doing this. Andy, do you have a lot of competition? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I'm proud. I'm proud to say that we are the only boutique. We're, we're one of the few boutique firms. Out there in this area, some of the larger firms have attorneys who are, who, who certainly are doing this. Uh, but in the in the boutique context, we're one, we're one of the few.
0: Yeah, I For think you. I I may have some business to bring. you <laughs> like, oh, I need, Great, bring it on. Yeah. Well, okay, but this this whole uh, American Idol and. Um, the TV stuff brings up an interesting question for me, and that is, what are uh, the laws surrounding marketing and engaging children with mobile marketing? Mm, good question.
2: It, it is a good question. And, and you have to, I think it starts in, in part by looking at, again, this becomes a state issue, and that is, what is the legal age to contract in a number of states? Some states it's 16, and other states it's, it's 18. Your, your safest bet is if you're going to get involved in mobile commerce, is you need to get parental consent for persons under 18. That's that's going to be mm-hmm. your safest way. So you've got to involve the parent in it. The most dangerous, the most dangerous world is when you're dealing with the under 13 contact, and mm-hmm. that because of the Children's Online Privacy and Protection Act, or COPA, prohibits collecting data online from from children under 13. And that's where companies are, are, are getting hit uh, and, and getting hit hard for, for violations. So if you have some type of mobile platform that is collecting data from children under 13 or has the tendency, and what do I mean by that is uh, in law school we talk about sort of the attractive nuisance, right, the swimming pool without a fence around it, something that might mm-hmm. generate interest of children, you need to anticipate that, that children are going to be entering and you need to take steps to uh, try to avoid avoid capturing data from children and that, and that involves things like asking for date of birth and not just saying are you the, the worst thing I think you can do is say are you over 13?" Well, that's not the worst thing. The worst thing you can do is to get the date and find out that the person is under 13 but still collect it anyway. And that's what happened to BMG. Uh, they yeah. had some uh, uh, user generated context social networking sites, and they, they said, We're not collecting from people under 13. They collected date of birth and, for whatever reason, continued to collect it even after the person indicated they were under 13. But mm. assuming, that, that's the worst you can do. The, the, the second worst, though, is. <coughs> is to, I'm sorry? Oh, nothing. The, uh, the the second worst thing I think you can do is to basically say, "Are you over 13, and have just a checkbox. Uh, well, my my children are, are are still young; they they haven't lied yet. But uh, uh, children <laughs> may lie, and uh, uh, they might they might lie about their age. Not that them well, it's probably shocking. I know. To view. Yeah.
1: Well my daughter's 12 and a half and I could very easily see her rounding up in her mind, you know. <laughs> yeah, close <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh,
2: and t- same thing with my daughter. Uh so uh you, what you want to do is you want to do something like getting the year and asking them for the year and and if you if you are collecting information about someone uh, you should have a link to your privacy policy, so which explains the use and why you're doing it. Um, and mm-hmm. at the same time, you should have a, a mechanism in which some type of cookie is dropped, in which you're able to identify the machine as being from someone that uh, is is under thirteen. Should they you know, provo- put put in proper information? Um, so assuming you're you're in between that, if you're again, if you're if you're under eighteen, the safest route is to. Uh, get get parental consent from, from the contracting.
1: Perfect. Well, we're going to take one more quick break here. Uh, this is uh, Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be right back.
3: Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from FutureNow and Brian Eisenberg, monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at FutureNowInc.com slash OnTarget. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at friendfinder.com.
1: How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple,
2: markethealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most
1: sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox,
3: Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts...
1: Okay, thanks for listening again. Uh, this is WebmasterRadio.fm Mobile Presence Show, and uh, this is Kim Dushinsky with my co-host Cindy Crumb, and uh, we've got have got time for one or one more question or one more uh, solid point. So maybe Andy, what what would you say would be a good you know wrap up you know comment around mobile marketing and the law and staying out of hot water?
2: Sure, I, I think when you're looking at your, when you're looking at a campaign, or a regular commerce campaign, you've got to be very clear in terms of putting your price and terms near the submit key. And recognizing <laughs> that you, you have limited screen space to work with. You need to make sure that your price and terms are neither submit key. This is particularly true when you're dealing with a situation where someone's not giving a credit card out, but that they're getting automatically billed to, the, to their phone. So this is going to be a question of proof as to whether or not the consumer understood that their phone was going to get deducted, that the charge was going to get deducted from their prepaid balance or if it's going to appear on their phone bill. Uh, you want to. We want to make it very, very clear. You also want to make sure that you're you're doing something that you can demonstrate the that the person has given assent. In other words, don't use a pre-checked box. Make the consumer mm-hmm. check a box that they're agreeing to certain things, and be very careful. With the use of the term "free," I know it's the most powerful word in marketing. But if there are limitations on what brings some, makes something free, you need to disclose that. And if that means you're just paying shipping and handling, you still got to make sure you say what the shipping and handling is going to be. So be careful with the with the use of the word "free." And if there are any limitations, make sure that you give them to consumers before before they're giving uh, giving their consent. And then I think lastly. I would urge any marketer that you need to be proactive in investigating and responding to consumer complaints. Regulators mm-hmm. and and the like look for trends from consumer complaints, and they look mm-hmm. to see whether or not a business on t- is on top of them. And so you want to try to look at, people are going to complain about ever, anything. So so mm-hmm. an, a, a, an isolated complaint isn't the same thing as if you see a growing trend where a, 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 a significant number of people or a growing number of people are, are having the same type of complaint to you in terms of in terms of anything, whether it be systems or, or not understanding something, investigate and if you need to make changes, make changes. Regulators like to see that businesses on their own have been proactive and it, it impresses them that, they, that they've done something without waiting for the government to get involved. so I, I think those are the things I would keep in additional things I would keep in mind
1: terrific. So would you um, give your website out? I I imagine that there's quite a few folks who've been listening in to this week and last week's show and uh, wanting to make sure that they could get in contact with you if, if necessary.
2: That would be great. Uh, our, our firm is Lustigman Firm. You can find it by Lustigman Firm, or the easy way is lfirm.com, L-F-I-R-M.com. If you have uh, questions with respect to sweepstakes, we also have the URL sweepstakeslaw.com, and there's a lot of great information about running a sweepstakes campaign and a lot of good articles there. And we also have the blog advertisinglawblog.com. We have a mm-hmm. newsletter that uh, you're free to sign up for, no, no charge or anything, a quarterly newsletter, and you can find information about that on our website and also our contact information. And if you want to email me, it's andy at lfirm.com, L-F-I-R-M dot com.
1: Great. I love that. Fantastic. A, that's great. I love, I love having that easy-to-spell URL. That's great. <laughs>
2: with a name like Lustigman, you got to come up with something else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, sh- I should get uh, D-something, I'm sure, myself. Well, thank you so much for, um, for being our guests on the show. We really appreciate all the advice that you gave and really great, solid information. Um, thanks again for being on Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. And
0: I Andy, I think we'll want to have you back.
2: If, well, if you've had a Happy good time
0: with us today, we'd love to have you back.
2: Super. Sounds great. Well, great. thanks, guys, very much. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you, Kim.
1: Thank you very much. So thanks for listening, everyone. This is Kim Dushinsky with Mobile Marketing Profits and Cindy Crum with Rank Mobile. And we are mobile presence on webmasterradio.fm.
2: You can uh, you buy a, a soda and it has a, a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, various various ways to so you can uh, you buy a, a soda and it has a, a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, various various ways to so you can. Uh, you buy a, a soda and it has a, a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, various various ways to t- so you can uh, you buy a, a soda and it has a, a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, various various ways to t- so you can uh, you buy a, a soda and it has a, a game. Game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, various various ways to so you can uh, you buy a, a soda and it has a, a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, various various ways to so you can uh, you buy a, a soda and it has a, a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, Various various ways to t- so you can uh, you buy a, a soda and it has a, a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, various various ways to t- so you can uh, you buy a, a soda and it has a, a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, Various various ways to so you can uh, you buy a a soda and it has a a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, Various various ways to so you can uh, you buy a a soda and it has a a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, Various various ways to so you can. Uh, you buy a, a soda and it has a, a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, various various ways to so you can uh, you buy a, a soda and it has a, a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, various various ways to so you can uh, you buy a, a soda and it has a, a game game piece under the lid, or you could write in and get get a game piece for free. Uh, Various various ways to... to
0: You know how to book flights and hotels.
1: All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.